Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, weavers and listeners all, welcome to another episode of Occupied with Stardust and Dragons, where we discuss the lore, character developments, the story thus far, and occasionally have the cast on to talk about themselves and their character. Today is going to be a slightly different episode because the episode, episode 9, was mostly like 98% combat with RP mixed into it. So we're going to talk about the combat, we're going to talk about the episode itself, and then we're going to kind of tack on something that we do in our normal podcast, which is kind of talk about uh, tips and tricks during gameplay, which for this case will be tips and tricks on how to make combat better, which is what Brandon and the entire cast did in this fucking episode. It yes. was amazing. The entire... Uh, like, normally when you listen to, to combat in a podcast, you're like, okay, well, I'll just wait for them to finish their roles and, you know, just, okay, what, does the dude die? Okay, great, done. And that took, like, two hours to get through. This was an hour and ten minutes of just action. Um, yes. And kudos to the editors also because the sound effects were just badass on all the different things. Yeah. And starting off with those kind of edits and things yeah they did a weird recap yeah brendan got stabbed in the last episode and so they recapped that right before uh brandon does his voice changing effect which was kind of cool with the yeah. fresh meat and meat for the gloom uh but the the edit you could hear the the squelch of the <laughs> of yeah. the stab and then brendan you know grunting and groaning um, which is one of the, like the, I guess if we want to do a smorgasbord, that would be the first thing of making combat more, um, what's the word? Not integrated, but, um, interesting, <laughs> interesting, I guess I was looking for a different word, interactive. There you um, go. and, uh, you know, by grunting and groaning at when the DM tells you like, Hey, you got stabbed. You know, instead of like, okay, how many hit points is that? I mean, it's just, that makes it really boring. You're like, oh, I, I made this really cool description. And then how many hit points? Like, yeah. <laughs> Wham. But yeah. So that, I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. So yeah, I mean, but I actually, I want to put my two cents in about the way they did the recap. I really liked it. It was cool. Um, it was cool. And I, at first I was like, am I listening to the right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, didn't this already happen? Well, because then he didn't, Brandon didn't do his normal, like, last time no. on Stardust and Dragon. So that was now cool. it's like, he was like, after it. that, after that all happened, after the last part of that, he's like, welcome to Stardust and Dragons. Yeah. And I was like, okay, exactly. recap. Great. And, then, and then that little two second pause and then just that whisper, roll initiative. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was really good. And they did the initiative. Of course, Lyrax scored high, but nobody can see because of the whole thing. Yeah. His stealth was really banging, though. A 27 <laughs> on stealth. Yeah. He, and he fumbled that roll, didn't he? he yeah. 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 And also the fact, like, the perception check at disadvantage. It was just funny how Lyrax was like, hey, guys, did you know the room was dark? Um, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the darkness spell. I love the darkness spell. Yeah. It was definitely a darkness spell. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's not, it was like, it was... It was really great to see it like play out the way they did with with all the lights dimming and everything, which is normally how how darkness is is supposed to go. So it was a great description. I was like, yes, magic. <laughs> yeah, we know you love magic. Nobody else does. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> great. <laughs> Beautiful. Love you. Um, but um, no, and then 
I mean, Flip actually did something interesting when it was his turn. Uh, obviously, the only one to roll high was Lyrax. Everybody else rolled crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the BBEG tried to hit him and he missed. Uh, because, but he that that was a key point. That's one thing that stopped Max in his tracks. He's like, wait a minute, I, I'm stealth. He still tried to hit me. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but everybody so far, like Lyrax tried to see. Brendan tried to see if they could find some. Flip, Dan did something really good. Yeah, he that closed was his cool. eyes and he listened. Mm-hmm. And that was much better. And he succeeded. And he could tell where the 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 bad guy was. Yeah. By footsteps, and you know he was running around anyway. So, I mean, it was really cool. Echolocation. The the yeah, basically, but not as good. Yeah. But he fired twice. And, and hit both hit. times. And hit both times. It did a shit ton of damage. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like thirty-two or something. Thirty-five yeah. points 35. of damage. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Good then old of course, gunslingers. Yeah, and then of course Reyna, with her beautiful playing of constant, <laughs> just panicking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you do? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, she she cast light. Didn't yeah, work. Did. Yeah. Magical. You know, she panics at the perception roll. Flubs that. Mm-hmm. And the whispering in her head starts to get to her, and she starts to kind of crumble. Yeah, which, which is cool. I really, I really like the description of that. Uh, Pup, correct me if I'm wrong, though. The uh, darkness spell it doesn't allow any magic light, and yeah, Brandon... it it, uh, it dims all it dims all light around it. Okay, so that was kind of cool. Well, the brand even, even they described it as it came up, but not as bright. It yeah. dimmed it. Yeah, it gave ten feet. And Constant yeah. wasn't gonna like get anywhere near this dude if she could nope. avoid it. <laughs> no, she really wasn't. <laughs> so it's like, I helped. No, I didn't. It's okay. Just go ahead. <laughs> I love, I love the consistency with Constant. At least, yes. at least she's consistent. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's the she's best like, part. She's like, you know, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm <laughs> good. That's the best part is that Raina plays it so well to the character that she's like, no, Constant is not taking this well. Yeah. She is going crazy. <laughs> Every time Brandon's like, how's how's Constant doing? Not good. Just not, not <laughs> good. a lot of nope. <laughs> and then the it is just like the last episode, the roles continue. Yeah. Because Brandon tries to listen, completely fails. But then he does the Brandon thing. Yeah. Marks straight to the center of the room, downs three bottles of Stardust, and holds his action. I was so excited. I was so excited for that shit. It was great. However, like, you know, we talked about it last episode or last talk show episode, but the cast use their characters so freaking well uh, every time that they play through role play and through like all these encounters. But Lyrax using detect magic to find him in the in the darkness uh, was just brilliant. Now, yeah, granted, I'm I'm kind of a, an asshole of a, a DM, and I would have said, well, the whole room's bright because it was a magic spell that was you know enveloping. But like oh, I you I would have rewarded, yeah, I would have still <laughs> rewarded it. And Brandon Brandon did great rewarding uh, 
the ingenuity of using that spell to see if the guy had any magic items on him, which I guess was his cloak uh, that we find yeah. out lights him up uh, in that gold aura. Yeah, and then the when after he does that, um, I think he tried to hit him and missed again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, he he took a bunch of the bad guy took a bunch of scalpels and stuff off the the yeah. wall and laid in. To that is one thing that we skipped. Brandon's description of this room the second yes. time because like he did describe it when when brendan first walked in with the chains and the slaves and everything but yeah with with the room getting dark and the the glistening of the chains and the clinking and then the uh, surgical equipment on the walls so that later kind of foreshadowing of when he pulled this scalpel off to uh cut lyrax that was cool uh and then the fucking bone crunching yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just that's that. I loved it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it kind of gave you chills. It was, yeah. it was good. Yeah. In the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the voices get louder for constant. She takes damage yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the, the BBEG tries to leave and Lyris catches him and actually finally hits for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like you said, the roles for this one were rough they were rough um and then brandon who held his action on his last turn actually used it to to cast cure wounds on constance yeah on constant because she was in a bad way <laughs> the whole time and, too yeah i mean <laughs> and then the 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 bones crunching and everything were actually skeletons yeah basically coming you know animating um, and Lyrax can see them, so he warns everybody, obviously, because they mm-hmm. got the the ear things. Yeah, flips get flip gets uh, a nasty cut. Um, he uses his tries to use sound again, and, and this time fucks that one up. <laughs> Rolls a nat one. Yeah, <laughs> and then Brendan sends Chunk out to the skeleton to to help Flip with a second roll. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't work. So, <laughs> uh, but then, then Constant does something really cool, really cool. Mm-hmm. And this is all part of that whole using your abilities to their fullest mm-hmm. and different than what they're described as. She casts alarm. Yeah. In this room, so that when the skeletons move in and out of this area, even though they can't see them they know something's coming because it'll it'll sound an alarm yeah they had this little so, little bubble of protection yeah love which, that which reminds me that sound effect they used scared the shit out of me <laughs> it was so loud it, it was. was really loud <laughs> oh and then and again the next one um constant does something and then or and then brennan jumps up on the table grabs all the sharp uh, instruments he can mm-hmm. yells tells all the people in his <laughs> party to duck yeah throws him in the ear casts thunder wave and just like levels the skeletons yeah and he casts it cast at a fourth level yeah and that, stardust. yeah i was gonna say that was stardust infused that was stardust infused because i don't think he I think you only had it at first or second, second, second. Yeah. 
I think it's the second. But that's why that's why Brandon asked when he had cast the uh, cure wounds. He said, "Was that the Stardust cure wounds?" Which is kind of interesting. That apparently that's going to be a higher level thing too, which is cool for higher uh, healing. But since he didn't use it, he used it for this Thunder Wave, um, and did a a good bit of damage. Yeah, and then apparently he downed them, and most people succeeded in their deck saving throws, but Flint mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. Shocking. 19 damage. <laughs> Straight old scalpel in the shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Clunk goes over to sta- uh, sit on Seth's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to give us some healing. But yeah. that. And then some stuff happens. Uh, the the BBG tries to run away. Lyrax dashes to catch up. Uh, yeah. And then and Lyrax the whole time, the, the thing that was because he's got that detect magic up which is a concentration spell Mm -hmm. so he's having to nail all his concentration checks yeah and he's nailing every one of them yeah i even think there was a nat 20 in there there was i think so yeah there was yeah so he was he was nailing all of them and then at the the top of the next round (laughs) they had an argument (laughs) they had a small (laughs) argument yeah um i i i like how they solved it Mm-hmm. which is what I would have done. It's new skeletons because these two skeletons, um, they spawn at every at the beginning yeah. of every round. And it just so, happened that it was, they went down at the end of initiative. So of course they went, they came back up. Yeah. But I just love Christian breaking character. Be like, no, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was so mad. And, and Brandon going, I would have had them now. Would you feel better if it was new skeletons? Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had them be the be the old skeletons. I mean, they, it was creepier that they were the old skeletons because then it would See, show how strong this BB. What was. I would have done as a, a fellow story weaver, I would have let the two that were down, and I would have reanimated new. And at the beginning of the next round, you reanimate new, and those ones that were down are up. Mm. So there's more. I would keep compounding the number of them. Yeah, because I like to torture my players. And as a story weaver who also likes torturing their players, <laughs> I would have just had, I would have had them destroyed, and then they reformed up in the next round, but fused together to form this horrific. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, to <laughs> that's form another episode. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just assholes. I would never do that, such a thing to my players. And I, I would, mm-hmm. I would homebrew a, a skeleton, <laughs> a skeleton army that had com- reconfigure where it would reconfigure the bones to do different things so it could be like reconfigure into snake body reconfigure into spider body and all of it did different stuff yeah that'd be pretty cool then but, constant asking about the cannon yeah <laughs> hey it's can fine. i can i use she this she wanted thing? to fire it and, she yeah. wanted to fire it and brendan yeah. going oh no but you can you can aim it for me <laughs> exactly and she did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> I feel like it's just playing into constant character that she just does things that are just like, yeah, not well, helpful. A scientist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I feel like um, the player knew that they couldn't Raina. fire the cannon. Raina. Yeah. They knew that they couldn't fire the cannon, but yeah, it was. Now Raina does really well with it. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, hey, give give constant credit. She does help. She's not yeah, useless. She <laughs> no, it's just not at in, all. A, that, in her own way. <laughs> I think it's that gonna. I think later on, it's gonna be very adamant how much she helps. Yeah. 
and also that that use of that alarm spell was fantastic so. yeah so then then brandon uses some rainbow stardust yeah what was that i missed where that came from i must have from the from his pocket i don't know <laughs> i well that's, that's the way they described it he literally just said like i pulled this out and i was like wait where did you get that yeah <laughs> that's what i was like i was like when the fuck did we get when the fuck did we get ice cream <laughs> when the when the hell did you get all this stuff <laughs> like yeah, i had it so. the whole time <laughs> yeah it is basically that i'm, I'm well, pretty confident I, yeah and and we we do know canonically because we talked about it last episode that canonically brendan uses stardust all the time we just haven't yeah. seen it often because i mean granted they haven't had a lot of battles that they've needed to this is their first like legit boss fight so he was like, I downed three packs of Stardust and then Rainbow Stardust. Hoo-ah. <laughs> yeah. And then cast, cast an upgraded magic missile. Was it magic <laughs> missile or fireball? It was magic it missile. Was, it was magic missile because okay. it didn't he didn't know he didn't have to roll for it. It, yeah. it hit automatically. See, that's the the way he described not rolling, I thought magic missile. And then when he described it, I was like, is that fireball? <laughs> <laughs> But, I think he might have taken a little bit of uh, carte blanche with it because yeah, of the which stardust is fine. and stuff. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, we all we do it all the time. So yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and it, it really does kind of after all the hits that everybody been making against them, it, it took him down. Yeah. Um, and you find out that he was a shatter Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very tall, silver eyes, gray skin, kind of a faint shimmer to it. Completely hairless, which I thought was odd. Mm-hmm. Um. And the key ring Nothing wrong with being completely on his belt says the bear. <laughs> but I mean, it is weird because he doesn't even have eyebrows. Like, literally, no, I mean, yeah. of hair. Okay, so this is where something really cool happens, though. Mm-hmm. Is the the BBG, would you find out his name is? Kalen Silvermist. That's the one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's down. He's not doing good. Yeah. Hurt, you know, blood spurting type of thing. Yeah, not dead yet. Not dead yet. Then was it was it Brandon was going to kill him? Yeah. Because the whole slave thing and everything was in his head and he was going to kill him. He was holding the gun. He was holding the guns, pointing at him, and he didn't. Yeah. And he said he was going to shackle him up and let the people that he enslaved and murdered deal with him. And he said he wasn't the doctor. Yeah. And, and he, he laughed about it. And he laughed about it, yes. So Brendan puts the, you know, puts the gun back at his side and then there's a blade tickling the other chin because <laughs> Lyrax is like, nah, this isn't going to stand. Yeah. <laughs> and this, and for the people that don't know what actually happened, if you've listened to the, which if you're listening to us, you better have listened to the, the episode. Yeah. Cause Hey, spoilers. Uh, you're skipping yeah. a couple Spoiler steps alert. <laughs> No skipping steps. <laughs> yeah. At this point in his level ups, he gets to choose the, his path as a paladin. Mm-hmm. And he chose the path of vengeance. Well, the oath of vengeance. Oath of vengeance, yeah. yeah. And he basically choice. said that he was going to... His vengeance was against all oppressors. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. Uh, oppressors and wrongdoers. Yep. From an unknown god to yeah. be determined later. Which, which I thought was cool. 
it leaves it open for so much cool stuff <laughs> oh i would i would play with this oh yes yeah i am looking forward to what brings this what comes of this yeah it's um, really interesting because um in this world that's been crafted in stardust and dragons there hasn't been a lot of mention of gods or religion or like no. clerics um like it, it's been it would be interesting to see how those religious elements play into the idea that people are harvesting magic off of planets because right. in canonically in Dungeons and Dragons, the gods are tied to the universe that they're a part of. Mm -hmm. So like if, so, if people are taking the magic from these planets, it's gonna. Well, what I, what I like is that gods are basically made of magic. Mm -hmm. exactly okay, so, so they're harvesting gods are they literally like draining people's gods by doing using stardust i mean that's that would be an interesting that is a twist valid too. point yeah which you're i would huffing, love to see you're just huffing hermes over here like i'm making that a t-shirt pup we gotta write yes. this shit down if any of you uh, wear one of our t-shirts that we make and when you see us, we will give you a sticker. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Um, <laughs> maybe more. It just depends when. Yeah, it just depends when. But, uh, you know, hey, shameless plug time, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a merch store, uh, square.site slash this dungeon is occupied. Uh, and it's gonna have the huffing Hermes T-shirt on. In like, <laughs> if you if you're listening to this not on Patreon, give it like a month, and I'll have a design up or something for oh, this. Oh yeah. <laughs> get Raven on that design for sure. I'm going to. Yes, um, huffing Hermes. <laughs> God damn it, up. God damn it. I, <laughs> I just imagine, you know, because Hermes has the the winged feet. So I just the winged feet in the air, and he's just like huffing a line. <laughs> just. <laughs> And the feet go from just flapping to just like blurs. Um, <laughs> so they they actually did the, the the description of him taking that oath was amazing. Max again, Max does a great job with that. Yes, she did. Um, she always does really good at describing Lyrax and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is that they had the the keys on the belt, so they did get the keys. Um, yeah. and, and didn't Lyrax take the cloak as well? Yes, Lyrax made sure to take the cloak. That was like, <laughs> that was like when Max was talking about it, Max was like, no, I want that cloak. That's yeah. mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lyrax beheads yeah. this guy. Scares the ever-living hell out of Constant. Because it rolls amazing. to her. Yeah. <laughs> the best that part. was a nice little added bonus in there. Yeah. Oh, and then what did uh before the BBEG before um what was it, Cedric? Kalen. Kalen. Before Kalen died, <laughs> he said that they're trying to make a oh, yeah. warrior out yeah, of the dead. Are, the yeah, they are making something. A soldier of undeath. Yes. A soldier the, of undeath. The gloom will be pleased. Which you know foreshadowing could be a big thing yeah and so is the gloom is the gloom a deity in this world also or a person i want to i want to talk about that more because words as words of deities fit in this futuristic world <laughs> like i have some very serious questions we're gonna about, have to wait you know, and find out so 
Well, yeah, we're gonna have to wait and find out, but we could probably have Brandon back on for Oh Hunt yeah, and or just do a lore, or one of the writers and have a lore session of what they're allowed to let us know. You know? I need I to like know. To do that. Yeah, I just because I need to know what the quit like, turning away from your microphone. Oh, sorry. I there was a noise next to me. Um, I need to know where the gods are first of all, and and so every every planet. So like the the idea is is that so every every universe or every like every universe has its own pantheon, and so that's why the Gith Yankee and the Gith have God. And like, because uh, they're part, they're from the, they're from the far realm, if I remember correctly, outer realms, and so they have their own pantheon, pantheon as well. And every planet has its own pa- pantheon. Mm-hmm. And um, in during the the space version of Dungeons and Dragons, like the other other beings that you meet in the plant in the planets, they have their own gods as well that, mm-hmm. that are existing gods. So I'm just, I need to know. <laughs> I need to. I'm, I'm literally going to tell. Them. I'm going to tell them never to tell you. Yeah. Oh, I would. I would <laughs> die. Um, <laughs> like I specifically, they're going to fit in where they fit know. in. I mean, it's uh, it's not up to us. We just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. Because gods are born out of necessity. So like, well, people, they're also whenever you run games, them. they're very important in your games. That's true, and yes. gods could be a subtle thing in this. In this, yeah, very game. subtle. Yeah, but I um, don't accept that answer. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to. Guess moving what? on. I need to, moving on. <laughs> I need to know. As far as lore that we do know that is hinted at, we have now the gloom, which could be a person, which could be a, a deity, or it could be a group of people. Uh, I, and then we have, the and doctor. I'm leaning more towards deity for that one. Yeah, and then we have this doctor that you know that is the torturer that was apparently the boss of Kaylin, you know. Um and who's that? Which I know that the the party was supposed to steal this thing from the merchant lord. Is the merchant lord the doctor secretly? That's or, what I'm know? thinking. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because his his whole thing changed and everything, you know, go back mm-hmm. a few episodes, listen. Yeah. We talk about it. And then with the beheading constant has never and specifically said constant has never seen a live beheading yeah because everybody else has well, <laughs> yeah because i mean they're all, that's like, it yeah been in war <laughs> but and she specifically said constant is now terrified of larex yeah which hurt my soul a little bit because they were and, having a yeah thing. yeah literally larex, uh um what did he say uh, I bought oh, you a dress. Oh, yeah, we went dress shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to think about when the head is literally rolling. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he had no expression, just a blank expression yeah. as he did it, which is the oath of vengeance. So, yeah. I need Constant to have a Dark Phoenix moment. Like, she's oh, giving me real Jean Grey, Jean Grey yeah. vibes. And I just yeah. need her to, like, oh, I just need her to, like, just consume like gallons of stardust and just become one with the universe. <laughs> like I just I need constant <laughs> to have yeah. one of those moments. So um, they get the keys off the dead body. Yep. The keys yep. and the cloak and they start making their escape and then Brendan decides, hey, because uh, they they hear banging on the other side of a door. Um, well they carve the emblem. Oh that's right, yeah. 
uh, Lyrax uh, carves a royal crest. Um, his royal crest. His royal crest with his sword as kind of a calling card of a, like a, hey, mother effers, we've, we're here, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> guess. I think it was a warning, don't do this shit again. Or was Lyrax that? was here. Yeah, yeah. Lyrax <laughs> was here. Let's just put a giant target on... Like while we're at it, let's just fly that flag and like. <laughs> I just, mean, to be fair, now they know his, his planet is already screwed. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's. I was like really a... surprised. I was really surprised that Brendan uh, wanted that, like, wanted to put that there because the the two short men have been really low key. Like they've but been wanting to like K under the radar, and then the Brendan whole... was like, "Do you have a symbol that you want?" But to the put whole there? slave thing, the whole thing about it really the kid it. and everything, it really bothered him. Yeah. So he wanted to let people know that this isn't going to stand, basically. Yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, what better sign than the royal crest of a planet that was oppressed Achilles, yeah. and and yeah, just that's being oppressed right now. Yeah. So. And the the royal family is either, we we don't know where the rest of the royal family is, but I mean obviously well, the sister's uh, dead. The sister's dead, and Lyrax is is in kind of in hiding, you know, yeah. or running while he's trying to build a subtle army of two short men. Oh, uh, I need I need I need to talk to him because I've built arms before in this game. It's not that hard. <laughs> Brandon would hate you. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, All you have to do is just hire. A don't bunch of remind me. <laughs> but they do finish the episode there. They do. Uh, Brendan uses Chunk to cast another thunder wave to uh, crash or cave in the uh, the, the chamber, and then they uh, end it with they escape with the keys to the heart of the cluster. Yep. Um, and that's that's that. And then they started yeah. talking a little bit about how Constant was at four HP. And Lyrax was at yeah. nine. <laughs> yep. And Flip Flash, I had like 63. I'm fine. <laughs> it was really interesting. Brendan had 29. Yeah. It was really interesting to note that that the like is it are goblins just inherently part of this like because I remember there was like a whole thing of goblins going through there. Yeah. Like, are they, as a race? Or are they just? <laughs> yeah. Like I have to know. I have to know what the, the racial connections are. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh. So if that mean goblins are inherently evil, I need to know. Like these are questions. No, it's a situational thing, and you know that. Yeah. You need yeah. to know or, a lot of things. You need to know do. a lot. Yeah. I do. I some need, of the stuff I need, you know, you don't need to know. True. I need to. I need to have an intense. <laughs> you and actually have the answer. An intimate breakdown. Yeah. About the lore. So that's what you want. You just want to have the breakdown. <laughs> so here's here's where I'm gonna gonna do a twist. Okay. Uh, our our plugs um, slash speakeasy productions on Patreon. Uh, Five dollars gets you bonus content from them. Um, our episodes are also on there. If you're listening to this public, you can join their Patreon to listen, or you can join our Patreon slash This Dungeon Is Occupied. Um, and for five dollars, you get uh, early access to the episodes, which is uh, this episode would have aired a day after uh episode what are we at nine um nine. and uh uh instead of listening to it a week after so you get early access you do get behind the scenes of some of the shenanigans uh it, it, you think that this is chaos we the, the <laughs> bonus content is hilarious um and that is oh, only on our patreon um and then we also have things like uh npcs of the week and towns of the month uh in the higher tiers if you want to check that out 
Also check out our regular podcast. And now our merch store for the Huffing Hermes shirt that I think I need to get Christian's approval on first. Um, <laughs> no, because it's just for our podcast. You don't need permission for that. Fair enough. As long as we don't put their logo, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Unless he wants us to. Unless he wants us to. Because that's that's hilarious to me. Yes. Uh, and then now, if you listeners, if you are only wanted to listen to the talk show and about the recap of the episode, that's it. Hello and goodbye. Uh, if you want to listen to the little bit, like maybe 15 minutes at most, uh, talking about how to make combat better, uh, we're going to talk about that. Right meow. Meow. Ta-da. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, is but, this bonus content? No. This Not is, really. This is, I mean, it's still going to be it's still going to be there. The episode wasn't quite long enough. Um, so it was yeah. all combat, so there's. It not... was all combat. <laughs> welcome to welcome to spicy combat with uh, with Pumpmother, Illidine, and Thorn. Uh-huh. Oh, and, okay. oh, yeah. Brian doesn't matter. I guess <laughs> Brian's here Brian too. doesn't matter. And Thorn should be <laughs> all right. Well, good night, guys. <laughs> good night. <laughs> um, so I mean, uh, we're all we're all DMs slash what we call story weavers. And, and we actually have a whole episode about this. True. Uh-huh. And so I only wanted to pinpoint things that happened in this episode so that we keep, yes. it, keep it connected. But when we did talk about uh, the sound effects and describing the, the squelches, the, the, the bones crunching, the editors did well on the, the footsteps uh, and the gun yes. blasts when, when Flip did his perception check. Um, all of those things, like descriptor words... If you can get away with one or two descriptors as the combat is going on and describing either what your magic looks like or what, you know, in the case of Lyrax, like how he how he is attacking, uh, that's the part that gets me the, the, the most engaged. Engagement was the word I was looking for 30 minutes ago. Immersion. <laughs> immersion. 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 Um, Don't mess up my that- immersion, bro. <laughs> that's a very common thing is for a story weaver to ask you know what does this look like it gets the player more involved it exactly. lets them think that they're part of telling the story and it actually kind of loosens them up to the fact that they can describe parts and this podcast or starters and dragons has has really made a point to bring this forward because both brendan max dan and reyna um and it's Christian, sorry. Um, <laughs> they all do well with describing things. Yeah. When they're doing their attacks, they're doing their roles. They, uh, Brandon actually lets them describe what it looks like and what's going on. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the, the DM or the story weaver uh, can embellish a little bit more. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, hey, how does your magic go? Okay, great. This, so the, so this magic, this, and he'll use that description that the cast gives him, and then adds on to it of what the NPC is doing as it's getting hit by the magic, or uh, getting, you know, slashed by Lyrax's sword. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the head rolling was just perfect. <laughs> yes, I also appreciated uh, Brandon's use of uh, fully using. A, a, a quote-unquote like intelligent intelligent like uh boss like some mm-hmm. like he the way he utilized darkness so he created he created the shadows um he surrounded them with skeletons he played it smartly like as if the the uh, the, the big bad like was was planning and like trying mm-hmm. to like actively 
was actively doing things that were relatively intelligent because it would it would have been really easy for for someone just to be like well here's the big bad you walk into the room and there he is and like you fought him like and and just to like throw like bad guys at somebody but he he played it smart he hid in the shadows he made it difficult for them to see and he and he uh hit them like an assassin would hit them he utilized he utilized them to the best of their ability which i things i really appreciate like making yeah. monsters monsters well, fight smart instead of like just throwing themselves at the players the easiest way to describe it is he was trying to win yeah which I is mean, nice plain and simple he was trying to win yeah which never is what be a bad a, guy yeah. would do exactly. never be afraid to kill your players yeah that is a point we've made it before so yeah and honestly brandon has made it a, a, a extreme point uh from episode one that you can die in this game and yes. you know, yeah, obviously the cast will probably have to re-roll a character, but like and Dan was almost there uh a couple of times. <laughs> and and he actually thought that it was he was up. He was just like, Yeah, okay, he guys. was ready to re-roll. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so you know, not being afraid and just utilizing your tools and then on the cast side, utilizing your spells in ingenuitive ways it provides a better engagement of you using the uh detect magic using the alarm spell you know the alarm spell i have never heard it used <laughs> in a combat it. like that it's always I've never like, used it period <laughs> well yeah i mean I, the only time i've ever used alarm is like okay guys we're setting up a uh, night watch everyone wants a full night of sleep great alarm spell done you know but that's it this yep. it is not typically in any article I've ever read used as a combat spell. <laughs> yeah, kudos to Raina for that one, definitely. Yeah. And it played very well into Constant because she was just like, "I'm just gonna hide." Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> cast alarm. <laughs> oh, the bell's over there. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna go over there. <laughs> and then, good on Brandon for using Thunderwave in a way that I've honestly never thought of using. Yeah, I mean, it worked really well. It and was I know, a very pirate move. Very you know, much. Sticking knives and forks into the cannon and, <laughs> and setting yeah. it yep. off. <laughs> or a blunderbuss, you know. Yeah. Stuff. So, I mean, it was just really cool. And kudos to Brandon for taking it in stride and coming up with the mechanics to make it work. Even yeah. though we don't get to hear him, you know that was a 20 to 30 minute conversation of how to make that work. Yeah. There was a lot of D4s rolled, I guarantee it. Yes, yeah. guaranteed. <laughs> and it Which, was great. I really... I appreciate I appreciated the use of uh, the use of the environment. Like uh, yeah. Brandon, yeah. Brandon had the big bad like grab the grab the knives off the off the, yeah, ceiling, the scalpel, like, the scalpels, mm -hmm. and yeah. then use them as throwing essentially throwing daggers. Yeah, and just and hit them with it. And it was it was great. Like it really played into how creepy this room was. And yeah, they Brandon does really good at using descriptors and using his environment to make it real. Yeah. So I, you know, great for him, and I've I've really enjoyed listening to him. I mean, create this game. So yeah, and I gotta great. say, you know, even because we have the the honor of listening to a little bit of the behind the scenes too, their improv is amazing. Yes, like yes, this is edited, but we we know for a fact, like all of that improv is just it's it flows. They just roll off of each other. Like oh, okay, you're you're grabbing a scalpel from the ceiling. Well, I'm gonna use that with my thunder wave. Um, yeah. I'm just going to use your medicine against you. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's great because it's like Christian and Dan, they have that with the two short men. Yeah. They are, they know each other so well that they actually play off each other really well. Mm -hmm. And it does make for a much better 
listen it really does it makes yeah. it fun I, so. I do like uh at the end when when uh, brendan asks flip like hey do you think you could blow up that wall he's like you're asking me <laughs> if i have something to <laughs> the person who usually makes things go boom is you <laughs> <laughs> that was really good <laughs> Well, then he oh. just goes, yeah, I, I think I got something. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll use a spell or something. <laughs> he just didn't want to use a spell slot. And you know it. <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. <laughs> uh, but we are running out of time. Kudos to the cast uh, yes. and the editors for this episode. Uh, every and episode Brandon. has... And Brandon. But every, every, yeah, he's part of the cast. But he's, you know, every episode has been great, but especially since this was... I would say just a combat episode because 98% of it for sure was combat. Yeah. Um, it, to make it a well-oiled machine and to be able to listen to it for an hour and 10 minutes and it not feel like an hour and 10 minutes, it, they did really, really well. Yes. Um, and we've already done all the, the, the outer uh, messages. Go l listen to the links and stuff. Uh, share the episodes. Share Speakeasy's uh, episodes of Stardust and Dragons. They are on every single platform, um, including Art 19, which I guess I need to get on now. Uh, and yeah. this podcast is on everything but Art 19. So we need to get yeah. on now. Which we need to get on now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but give us a share. Give them a share. Give us both five star reviews. Uh, and also email us at um, contact us at occupieddungeon.com. Uh, and ask us a question either about our podcast or ask the cast and we will get that answer for you and read it and uh, answer it on the next episode exactly. or a couple episodes ahead. We are planning when they do actually get the season finale, we're going to set up a, a time where we have the entire cast on and maybe even the writers if I can swing that schedule because there's a, lot, a of lot of people. It's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different countries that I have just found out. There's there's quite a few so yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out but we will have a season finality uh, finality a season finale talk show uh after their season finale as well so send in your questions and we'll get those answered remember to check your dungeons because this dungeon is occupied with stardust and dragons <laughs>